Father, we give you praise and glory. Have your way in the midst of your people. I ask that as your word comes, lives will be transformed and destinies realigned according to your will. In the mighty, matchless name of the Lord Jesus, we call it done. Amen. Amen. Please resume your seats in heavenly places. Hallelujah. One day. Oh, I can't hear you. One day. Now, when we say one day, all we are saying is today may be rough. Today may be tough. Today may be some way. But there is a certain day coming. The Lord is bringing transformation into our lives. And the Lord is bringing a testimony and a new song into our mouth. And, and so when we say one day, that is what we are declaring. That that day is coming for us. One day. Now look at your neighbor's face, eyeball to eyeball, say neighbor. Or look into the eyes. I, I know they are wearing those masks, but you can see the eyes. Say neighbor. Hey. Say neighbor. Hey. Your head shall not lack oil. Your hands shall receive wealth. Your feet shall receive speed. Now your hand on your chest. Say, I'm too anointed to be disappointed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I am the head and not the tail. Therefore, I'll never, never fail. If you said it and you believe it, please put your hands together for the King of Kings and for the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Now, we began a series um, a couple of weeks ago. We're dealing with mind shift or the changing of the mind. One of the things that I've said consistently over the course of this series is that you can change anything about you. But the only thing that is of consequence to the success of your life this year that needs to be changed, needs to be altered, is your mind and your mindset. Hallelujah. Um, people enter every new year with a ray of hope, with with expectation, with excitement. Some way, somehow, the crossing over into a new year has become synonymous with our hopes being revitalized and re-energized. But, but the truth of the matter is that if nothing changes about your input, nothing will change about your output. If everything remains the same, including your mindset, how you ended the last year is exactly how you have begun this year, then nothing will change for you except the number one that replaces zero in 2021. Amen. But I pray for you that your story will be different this year because you would have the right mindset that will set you up for success in Jesus' mighty name. I see seven of you coming with a testimony that due to my, the mindset change and due to God being on my side, my testimony has come. If you believe you are the one, shout, I am the one. Now we began, so we began dealing with with um, a few scriptures and we spoke about proverbs 4 23 that was where we built from and then we spoke about the components of the mind what was the first thing we, we talked about for the benefit of those that were not here in the past two weeks so that after we've recapped we can continue together what was the first thing we dealt with components of the mind the intellect we said the intellect is a component of the mind which is the mind's library that a lot of people 
once they come into Christianity, they drop the intellect part of the mind. They stop thinking, and everywhere the wind is blowing, they respond. But the part of their mind which is critical for success is the intellect. It has to be sharpened, it has to be developed. You consistently have to put things in it to you know, the knowledge is necessary to bring you to the place of fulfillment. Number two, we said imagination, which is the mind's eye. We said that a lot of the things you are expecting in life are not present physically. They have not manifested physically. For example, um, many of us dream dreams of being in certain positions and occupying certain places and walking in dimensions of prominence and relevance. But these things are not yet manifested physically but nothing stops you from seeing it from the perspective of your mind's eye and imagination is the tool by which we are able to perceive the future even before we get there the problem with many of us is that we use our, the power of our ima- imagination to only imagine wicked things and imagine bad things and imagine evil things about people and about situations but i pray for us that the lord will re-engineer our mindset that will imagine that which is possible that which has credence to our future in the name of jesus christ number three we said the memory the memory which is the mind's flash drive whether you like it or not everybody here is a composite of all the experiences that we have been through some are good some are bad they are there are people who, when they hear a particular song, it evokes certain memories in mind because something happened at a certain time where a certain song was played. So every time that song is played now, it is associated with the events that took place when they first heard it. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and so the memory is a pivotal part of the mind and it can be for good or be for evil. Number four, we spoke about emotion which is the mind's voice um a person until a person um, shows you their emotions or you catch a glimpse of their emotions it is very difficult to know exactly what they are thinking are you with me now until a person bursts into anger you will not know that all the while something has been bubbling on the inside and so emotion gives a voice to the mind it, it enables the mind to receive expression the problem is that there are a lot of people who have put their emotions on autopilot so that they they, they say I, I can't control how i feel um I, I i don't know what happened you must know what happened because if you are going to go far in life you must have control over your emotions are you with me now because of lack of control over people's emotions they have stepped on the toes of their helpers without knowing hallelujah they, they they have insulted their angels without even realizing because they have given themselves the excuse that as for me when i am angry i can't control it it is not true you are responsible for how you feel if you are not responsible god will not say he will judge you for what you do by reason of how you feel are you with me now number five we said reason we said reason or will which is the mind's judge it is a very important part of the mind that um, where God will not choose for you. God will not make certain decisions for you. He says, I'll put before you life and death. But he says, choose life. The choice is still yours. You have the opportunity. And that is why I told you when we're discussing this portion um, of the series that even if nobody can come and tell you that um, a certain political party is going to win, so go and vote for them. It does not make any sense. Are you with me now? Let me give you an example. When, when you read the Bible carefully, after Judas died, 
the apostles met and they cast lots. What that means is that they voted for who will replace him. The apostles who met on the day of Pentecost and they prayed prayers and the entire atmosphere was changed and, and fire was on their heads and, and they began to speak in languages that the outsiders could even understand and the power of God shook so much. They, those that had that kind of encounter with God, when it came to the point of choosing a replacement for Judas, not only did they pray but they also voted in order to elect somebody to replace him. So God is not against voting. I'm not saying that God cannot decide or prophesy who is going to win. I'm saying don't make a decision solely based on that. You need to have your will. You need to have your reason. You need to think for yourself why you, you, you take the decisions that you take. Are you with me now? The other, the other thing that people do, somebody will get up and then look at a very beautiful lady, especially in the charismatic circles. And then as soon as they picture you and uh, they will come to you and they, they will tell you that God says as you come and tell you that you are my wife. Wife. what are you talking about they just look at you and because of of um, the way you look and you are so attractive to them they come and they bring you this format that god says god said what and you see young ladies running this one god said they are slapping her she said god said they are kicking her she said god said you have reason you have will. Look at your neighbor say, think too, think too, think too, think too, think too, think too. Hallelujah. That's the problem with the world. It's almost as if soft. we have lost our sense of reason, sense of will. It's like, it's like our mind has stopped functioning well. The other day, the man came to tell you that this, in this election, this microphone will win. Then we did the election, the microphone didn't win. Then another election is coming on between a cat and a mouse. And the same person is telling you the mouse will win. And they will grant the person audience. As if we are forgotten. Let, let me move on. And then the week after that, we dealt with the sequence of the devil's attack on the mind. We said the first way the devil attacks the mind is through carnality he fills your mind with carnal thoughts makes you become filled with only things that are that are material in nature things that you can touch and feel things that are that pertain only to this world but you see as spiritual beings there is a part of our thinking that must also be focused on things above are you with me because the bible says that he that is from above is above all if the enemy can prevent you from thinking from the perspective of the kingdom and keep your thoughts only on carnal things he has control over how far you can go after filling you with carnality he pushes you to the next place that i called contextuality he creates a context for you last week um i made them put out put up on the screen what, what did we put up on the screen an elephant and it had different parts to it and i told you that if you were to be blindfolded and you were made to touch a specific part of the elephant without seeing it at first you will make a determination of what it is based solely on the part of it that you held so if you held the tail you probably will say it is a rope because it feels like a rope and behaves like a rope your perspective in life determines how you see things and how you process things hallelujah 
Now, if a friend tells you this dress you are wearing is not nice, the way you process it will be different from if an enemy told you the same thing. The information is the same, but the perspective you have is what enables you to decode that information you have just received. So once he fills your mind with carnality, you are only filled with carnal things, carnal thoughts, carnality. And that's why everything in our world has been sexualized to the extent that if you are, I told you if you are buying an air condition and they are advertising it on the, on a billboard, they must put a lady wearing a bikini by the air condition. As if you, if you buy the air condition, they will add a lady to it. Can I go there? Because once your mind is, is made canal, you begin to think in a certain context. Hallelujah. From context, what, where does it take you? Talk to me. You become cynical. You become cynical. You blame everybody else for why things are not happening in your life. When people are promoted, you are offended. When people do well, you are offended. Why is it not me? But you see, if once you get to the place of, of being cynical, you don't progress as well because it leads you to the last place of what I call complacency. Nothing changes year in, year out. Still at the same place. Still blaming everybody. Still not doing nothing new. Still not growing. And the result becomes the same. Amen. Today we'll deal with Paul's mind diet. What Paul recommends as a diet for our minds. What does Paul say about how to feed our minds? First of all, Philippians 4.9. Philippians 4.9. Please put it up. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 9. Can we read this together, please? Ready, go. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, I want you to take note of a few things here. Paul says, those things which ye have both learned, the Bible is just, please underline, learned, and then underline, received, and then underline, heard, and then underline, seen. Learned, received, heard, and seen. All these things translate into doing. So Paul says, the thing that you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. What that means is, whatever we find ourselves doing is as a result of what we may have learned somewhere. We may have received, we may have seen, or we may have heard. Nobody is born a thief. Every thief learns to be a thief. There is no school in the womb that teaches how to pick things from people's pockets. Are you with me now? There is no school that teaches um, kids before they come out of the womb how to become pickpockets. Once they step out, the environment that they are nurtured in or that they grow up in can put that skill in them that they did not originally come with. The question is, what are you learning? Because learning can be both conscious and unconscious. You can consciously decide to learn 
and you can also learn unconsciously without even knowing one of the most powerful ways of learning even without knowing is by your association because the people that you keep around have a way of influencing your thought process influencing the things you do influencing how you act are you with me there are many of you you are not doing some of the things you are doing now but you find yourself doing them now simply because of who you have associated yourself it is learned the question is what are you learning what have you learned in 2020 that you must unlearn to do well this year so paul says the thing that you have learned the thing that, that you have received next thing is what are you receiving you can receive some of the things through or from the pulpit you can receive them some of them from vision one from peace fm from ctfm you are receiving it, it has it is receiving it is it is just entering your system through your ear canal i told you before that there's this thing that they do most of the time on radio where they say they have caught somebody who used to be a witch and the person wants to confess and they bring the person to radio give the person airtime. the person has one hour but will spend 55 minutes describing how dangerous the devil is how wicked the devil is how some of them the dangerous things they did evil things they did 55 minutes then the last five minutes they will now say and then i gave my life to jesus and then i'm i've changed they have spent majority of the time advertising the wickedness of the enemy everybody that listened to that 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 tape has now been fed an information about 10 new ways to be afraid of the devil so now in your room when the wind blows in a certain way you remember that it coincides with a story of what the witch said the other day on the radio of how when winds blow this way it is us you'll be driving you see a black cat on the road and suddenly when you see the black cat sir my house people they are coming for me aren't cats allowed to be black can I go there but because of what we have constantly received everything we were associated or look at it from the perspective of the things we have received I feel like teaching this one too listen to me I am not by any way downplaying the enemy and even if I am, I don't apologize because he that is from above is above all. There was somebody we were praying for about, she was looking for the fruit of the womb. I'm just saying this as an example. And the Lord showed us some things about a stool somewhere where she's coming from and how the stool has uh, a snake all around it. So we focused our prayer on, you know, on dealing with that issue. The person was not in Ghana. The person was in another country. Western country. So I'm not going to go into details. Whilst we're praying here, snakes physically manifested in the person's apartment in their home. 
So I know and understand what the enemy can do. But I know that all the things they are doing is because they have lost already. It is like when you are, when you are, you know, you, you've got, you've got a fowl and you want to prepare it, and you are cutting the, the neck. You know that at the point that it is dying is the point that it, it struggles the most. Yes, say abuabia bewa, or pray. Sir, no bon samsu bewa. I pray for you that nem pray ya wo abrabomuno. It is a sign that you are excelling in every dimension. Somebody shout yes. So, so be careful of the things you receive. Who do you listen to? What do you listen to? Hallelujah. Then it says, what have you heard? And what, what you have heard and what you have seen. Next thing is, what are you looking at? What, are, what is the focus of your attention? You, you are struggling in school. All you see around you are your friends struggling like you. Nothing new will come out of you. You see, if you put an average student in the midst of brilliant students, she or he will begin to look like a brilliant student. Yeah. Now, if you put a brilliant student in the midst of below average students, the person will begin to look like a below average student. Because they will begin to think they are doing well because everybody else is not doing well and over time their standards will begin to fall what do you look at what do you see i've preached a whole sermon on what do you see so i don't want to go into it what are you looking at what 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 is the focus of your attention now philippians 4 8 now that we have dealt with the nine let's go back to the eight this is paul's mind diet if you have NIV, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be very happy. you have NIV? Okay, let's go on. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, what does it say? Think on these things. Think on these things. Let these things form the diet for your mind. Think on these things. And I'm going to pick them one after the other and we will deal with them. Number one, it says, whatsoever things are true. In other words, focus on, on true. Focus on truthful things things that are true things that are accurate many of us choose to focus on lies on fantasies on deceptions that is why whatever wind is blowing will follow it because we are moved by lies can i go there one way of working in a lie for example is where we hate people because they criticize us we conclude that somebody, for somebody to criticize you, the person must hate you. It is a lie. The Bible says God chastises those that he loves. Sometimes, love is expressed in criticisms. Are you with me now? If you have a child, and you don't know how to, how to tell the child no, or how to ensure that they are doing the right thing, how to criticize them, put them right, 
and you are just a yes man in the life of your children, your children are bound to fail in life. And so sometimes love is expressed in, even in saying no. If my daughter comes to me and says, Daddy, do you love me? I say yes. Say, Daddy, I want a gun. Okay, I'll get you a toy gun. No, no, no. I want AK-47. I won't say that, ah, I love you so much. I'll buy three AK-47s for you. I'll say no, because the love I have for her does not permit me to give her what she's asking for. Are you with me? So we must focus on truth, on things that are true, whatsoever things are true. Don't just believe things people tell you about others simply because they are saying it. Many people have an agenda in this world. And as part of their plan, they are on a a mission to recruit people to be part of the army for their agenda. So they are recruiting people to hate others on their behalf. Can I go there too? They are recruiting people to, to, to dislike others for their benefit. Whatsoever things are true. Did you see it yourself? Or yes, say. There are many times that you, you, are, you are not going to be able to recover from a lie that is told about you. Because the potency of a lie and its destructive power cannot be underestimated. If somebody begins to spread a lie about you before you say Jack and before the truth comes out, the impression has already been cemented in the hearts of people. That is why Paul says, whatsoever things are true. Hallelujah. In 2021, focus your mind on things that are true. You, so you don't go and tell the lady, I love you, when you know it's a lie. Whatsoever things are when you are coming to marry and we ask you, do you take so-so-and-so as your... And you know in your heart that you don't. Just tell us, I don't. And let's end it and go home. Oh, can I go there? Don't come and waste our time. And let us come and congregate. You know, there's a way people will fight with you if you don't come for their weddings on top. So after we have come and we have come to... You have said, yes, I do. There's a way we shout to when you say, yes, I do. That's it. After we have shouted and given you fans, six months down the line, you say you won't do again. You won't do what again? You will do. Tell somebody you will do. Me, I've told people, I don't go out. I don't go for things. I don't go for events. I don't. So if you get me to come for your event, if you want to undo, please create another event and let me come again. You can undo in private when you did a thing public. What are you talking about? Yeah. Whatsoever things are true. Focus your mind. Some of us too, we are, we are, we, 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 we like gossips. You know, we like stories. We, we are always hunting for what's new. What, what is trending about somebody and about their lives and about their family, about their husbands, and about their children. We always, yeah, we want to know what is happening. Whatsoever things are true. If you, if I give an information to him now, and I say whisper it into their ears, by the time he gets the last person, 
you'll be shocked what they have passed. Whatsoever things are true. There are things that my pastors will come and tell me. So, I, 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 they said this and this and this. You can ask them. The first thing I'll ask you is, did you see it yourself? Did you read it yourself? Give me the source. They say, oh, I'll suffer for you too. I said, no. Because I want to trust what you are saying. So if I say it somewhere else, I will be confident that you who told me you read it and you saw it with your own eyes. Now, if you come and you tell me somebody somewhere said X, Y, Z about me, whilst you are standing, I don't do private uh, complaints about people. Whilst you are sitting there, we will be calling the other person to come and meet me right now. So we can all say it together. As one, what, what do you think? Whatsoever things are true. Sometimes they will come to you and say, oh, this thing that I'm about to tell you, I don't want anybody to know. Then keep it. So don't tell him that I told you. Whatsoever things are true. You are just coming to fit things into my mind's memory, the flash drive of my mind. For what purpose? Then, then Paul says, too, whatsoever things are... Okay, let's look at this first. Psalm 26 verse 4. We'll come back to this. Guys, Psalm 26 verse 4. If you have NIV, read it for me. Why? I prefer the NIV because it will bring it out much more than this. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. The NIV will say that I have not sat with deceitful people. Joe, do you have it? I have not sat with deceitful people. David saying, I have not sat. I don't sit with deceitful people. Because he understands that it is possible for their deceit to rub on you. Hallelujah. Do you know people can lie to the extent that they see their lies as, as truths? They now begin to believe their own lies. Because they've said it over and over again. That is one of the strategies dictators in times past used to use. They keep feeding the propaganda till it becomes true. Go to North Korea and you hear some of the stories about Kim Jong-un, you'll be shocked. Some of the records that he holds in North Korea are awful. But everybody believes it. Because once you keep feeding it, keep pushing it, that's what happens. Do you have it for me? Read it, please. Psalm 26 verse 4. Yeah. I do not sit with the deceitful, nor do I associate with hypocrites. I do not sit with the deceitful. David says, I do not sit with them. Who do you sit with? Maybe in your office you don't have a choice. But still, you can decide, I will not sit with the deceitful. I'm not saying take your chair and go home. I'm saying that you went there to do a job, do the job, and create a spiritual hedge around you where people can penetrate with their deceit. Can I go there? Number two, go back to Philippians 4 8. So he says, Whatsoever things are true, then whatsoever things are honest. The NIV will say, are noble. 
NLT will say are honorable. Think in terms of honor. Your thoughts must honor God. Your thoughts must honor your, your, your friends, honor your colleagues. Your thoughts must honor your, your in-laws, your spouses, even your employers, your kids, your thoughts. Some of us can't think honorably about our in-laws because society has taught us that you must be at loggerheads with your in-law. Too many Nigerian movies has taught you that when you cook, your in-law will have a problem with it. And it has entered your mind. But Paul is giving you a contrary opinion. He says, think in, in terms of honor. Think on noble things. That your thoughts will honor your pastor. Do your thoughts honor your pastor? Hallelujah. If your thoughts honor your spouse, you will pray for them. If your thoughts honor your children, you will pray for them. If your thoughts honor your pastor, you will pray for them. How you think will always be seen in how you live. Are you with me now? How you think will always receive expression in how you live your life. If you see a person struggling in school, it is a product of how they think. I have sat in class with people who are not doing well in JHS. But somehow when they got to SHS, they were best students in their schools. Have you seen those people before? So what was wrong with them when they were in JHS? I have seen people who when they were in JHS, they were brilliant. There was a gentleman. Are we still alive? Okay. There was a gentleman in my class in secondary school who came. Pastor Michael will tell you. He came with 10 ones. Two S's. The rest is history. What was wrong with him? That the way he was back then, he couldn't replicate the same. Something must have changed in the mind. What is he focusing? What's he thinking on? Whatsoever things are noble. The fact that we can't read your mind doesn't mean you will get away with everything you are thinking. There's some of you young men, every lady that will pass, you need to think about what is wrong with you. It, it, ask yourself, is this a, an honorable thing, thought to have? Is this a noble thought to have? Among your friends, they've given you fans. You're happy. They've given you a title. A Those are the people that when any lady that he introduces to his friends say, our wife. They are, they are all in on it together. What are you talking about? 
if you can get your mind out of the gutters to think on noble things it will begin to receive expression in how you live your life and the successes you talk in life am i talking to somebody last one and then we end for for time's sake the last one whatsoever things are just just also righteous whatsoever things are righteous Colossians 3 1 and 2 Colossians 3 1 and 2 If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Seek which things? Those things which are above. Verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Romans 8.5. Romans 8.5. Romans 8.5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are righteous, whatsoever things are spiritual, focus and think on these things. What are you thinking about? What is in your mind? I keep telling people, one of the reasons why a lot of people have are delaying their own successes how they are thinking there are many people who want to do well because they want to prove to somebody who showed them some years ago that they too they have arrived so the only reason they are looking for the breakthrough is so they can go back and demonstrate to them that they made it your mind is not ready for what you're asking for are you with me now your mind is not ready so if some of us suffer if some of us were like we're marrying after Jesus was born, he was doing miracles. We'll hold Jesus' hand and go to all the inns that didn't grant us entry. You see the child that you didn't allow me to come and give birth. This is his dream miracles. We will go and we will threaten them. We will go and threaten everybody because they made us give birth in a manger to the king of kings. We have to go back and show them. The mind is in the wrong place. Hallelujah. There's an uncle that showed you some pepper in 2003. You still not gotten over it. It is in your mind's memory. So you are looking for an opportunity to go and display. Your mind is not yet focusing on things above. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like I'm preaching to somebody right now whatsoever things are just focus your mind on things above why he says that you have received every spiritual blessing in heavenly places if your mind is already focused on things in heavenly places you have access to the thing that you have been given that, that god has given to you from heavenly places and you walk in the reality of these things when your mind is right there are things you don't even pray about that god does for you because your mind is focused on righteousness, on just things, on things above. 
Many of us, every opportunity we have, we want to cause somebody pain. We want to be known as the ruthless one. The wicked one. Where are you going with this title? How would it inure to the benefit of generations yet unborn? Ask your neighbor, what are you thinking about? What is in your mind? Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are righteous. Another, as I'm ending, a last group of people, the only thing we think about is money. Somebody say money. Oh, come on, shout it, money. I, I didn't say money, I said money. Those who came for prophetic enforcement, I explained to you the difference between money and money. Money is what the bankers have. What Enjua and Elvis, what they have. You see them on the phone. That's deal, you know, the two $20 million deal, and you have to bring the, this thing and sign, and so that we'll come and do... Uh, they haven't seen it before. It's only on paper. That one is money. The one that you have it and you control is called money. Somebody say money. There are people whose mind is only focused on money and material things to the extent that every relationship they broker in life, there must be a monetary component to it. So if there's no monetary benefit, but you see, that can be a deadly mistake to you. Because there may be somebody seated by your side today that may not look like they have any potential to become person of greatness but the thing about God is that he knows how to take the foolish things of this world and use them to confound the wise he can take the nobodies of this world and transform them to become people of influence and that is why you don't discount anybody because of their today if your today is greater than your tomorrow you have lost but if your tomorrow is greater than your, your today then you are going somewhere and that is why everybody here has the potential to become greater than what they are don't discount people because they don't have the money you think they should have what are you thinking about? So for there are pastors who only relate with you if you have money. The relationship is based on the level of seed that you bring. So those who don't have to bring seed, you don't have time for them. That is not also to say don't bring seed. So that you go, so if we don't go and stand in the apostle say, as for him, he doesn't want seed. Yeah, but the relationship shouldn't be built on what's, whether or not seed is coming. Because life, hmm, people have looked at us and said, ah, this person, God can't call you. God didn't call you. God won't call you. How can God call you? You don't look like a God material. The kind of material God uses in ministry no 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 you don't you are not god kind of material those same people will call and say or suffer something is chasing me me say it hasn't even started chasing you yet don't write people off simply because of how they look today think in 
earnest. Think from the perspective of the kingdom. Because if a Mary can be chosen, and a Joseph can be chosen, and a Jacob can be chosen, if all these people could just be chosen by God, listen to me, nobody is beyond God's choice or God's choosing. And I see the Lord picking somebody right here this morning. Even though physically you may not look like it or represent what people think is God's qualification, I see the Lord picking you and choosing you to become that person of prominence in your family. Somebody shout, I am the one. Lift up your right hand. You want to begin to pray. That Father, infiltrate my mind. Cause me to think in earnest of things that are above, of things that are righteous, of things that are just, of things that are noble and honorable, or, or, of things that, that, that are of good report. Cause me to think and have the mindset of Christ. Please lift up your voice. You just want to begin to pray. If your mind can begin to think right, your life will become successful this year. E panosa, e calabados. Radina nose, e caborododo, shada branda dose, manda barababa, zande bosha, dabacose, manda lababos. praying for yourself the lord the lord should help you to think in earnest on things that are right that you will get your mindset right that you walk in the realm of possibilities lord thank you for the mind shift that you are bringing for the change in our mindsets we declare that from today, may we be empowered to focus on things above, to think in earnest of things that are just, of things that are noble, of things that are honorable, and of things that are of a good report. That our 2021 walk will be a walk of success, a walk that glorifies you, and a walk of favor. Do it for your name's sake and for your glory's sake. In the mighty, matchless name of the Lord Jesus, we call it done. Amen. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.